Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, I'm Ed Dyson Podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children And I'm Sam Dowler Journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host And we host United, United Queendom, Queendom. The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. So sorry that this episode isn't as long as some of you wanted. I know that you want us to go over an hour and we haven't always been going over an hour lately, but we do have a good reason. And that is I got hit by a fucking car. (laughs) And Have have you ever been hit by a car? Um... I don't think I have. I can't remember, which probably suggests I have, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Dave's been hit by a car five times. Oh, my God. In what space of time? Not the the same car, like, over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Going over him and then going back for more. And he's still alive. Um, Having met your partner, it's not the most shocking thing he's been hit by a car multiple times. He's very tall, so I bet he he takes the hit quite well. But he just doesn't really... um, look up and stuff when he's like yeah just like probably needs to look down well he wanders around you know but he's quite meandery so um neanderthal he's 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 me meanderthal (laughs) 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 that that is him all over um yeah, so I mean, he just, I just, he just wandered the road. But he's, he's very cautious now. Like, I'm not cautious at all. I literally walk into like, like driving traffic always. Because I think I've like, almost I can... been hit by a bus quite a few times. And I don't know why that is always mm. a bus. But something that about would, them that just. That would like, do you creep... in, I would think. Oh, God, yeah, it really would. Um, but yeah, sometimes I step out into the road and it's just like by inches a bus goes past. But I must have some. I yeah. don't know, someone watching over when me. When it goes, me! <laughs> and you're like oh oh my days oh it doesn't matter if i get hit by a bus because we're all going to die according to raja um true and and we look like the back end of buses as well so there's always that honey speak for yourself <laughs> um should we rate this episode yes i am gonna give it an eight okay I kind of want to give it a 10, as I've been doing every episode. (laughs) The reason I think I'm going to go down to a 9 and ask you to meet me there is because the lip sync was quite awful. And and the lip syncs haven't been great all season, but I think now it's got to the point where it's at the end of the episode, lip syncs on normal Drag Race are actually usually one of the highlights of the episode. And it is the one thing in the season that's kind of pissing me off. I'm going to need to see some... We had a good one on episode one, and since then it's been very Mm. shaky. Uh, well, Vivian last worst. week. Vivian last week was very good. Um, she was fine, but I just think um, Jada was good I, on hers. I think it's clear that if you are like lip syncing is the, is the thing that drag queens do. Do you know what I mean? That's like that's the base. Oh, some of them should. So, well, they but what they but what they can do on top of that is so much bigger and so much better that it's almost like the the basic thing that they are supposed to do is a bit like meh. Well, maybe because they're all winners on their season, mm. they didn't really think they needed to lip sync that much because you usually do it in the bottom. But, um, honey, we, yep. we need to step this up because this is not cute. Will you meet me at nine? Will I'll meet you at a nine. Fabulous. Uh, so last week, the Vivian won and the lip sync, as you mentioned, and she wins again this week with the award for stupidest strategy when she <laughs> fucking tells Jinx that she um, was... Co- <laughs> 
I didn't vote you off, but if I'd, if I'd been el- el- eligible, I would have um, given you the plunger. Like, what is to be gained from that? You don't need to, um, you don't need to give people ammunition. What is the point? I know, there's been some really bad strategy on this season as well, almost as bad as the lip syncing. But um, we'll get to that in a second. But Raja, she's opening the episode saying how much she wants a star. And once again, another criticism. I do think the, the edit's a bit heavy-handed. I thought it was quite obvious Raja was getting that star this episode. Do you I think w- so? I was so happy she was. Well, to, at the beginning, I thought it was obvious. And then it, actually in the rehearsal, they did kind of double bluff me a little bit because her rehearsal didn't go that well. Um, but, but yeah, we get the moment where the plunger comes in, which this week is Monet. And was... Was this an intentional joke that she had toilet paper stuck on her shoe, or did she actually... First of all, I need to say that, um, uh, roll the tapes, I said categorically that Raja was going to win this week, regardless of what it was going to be. You did, um, yeah. I did, and that's, and, second, and secondly, uh, yes, that was intentional. Oh, I, I didn't feel like she camped it up enough for it to look intentional, but, um... I know, because then she crossed her legs and stuff, and, um... And, I mean, it would have been... Uh, and she was, and she said something like about... She made a poo joke, didn't she? Or, like, a toilet joke. Plunger, oh, toilet... Oh, it's because I'm a shitty queen. Yeah, she there did. There you go. I actually yeah. didn't get that one, even though it was quite um, obvious. <laughs> it was quite on the nose, dear. <laughs> on the brown mm. nose. Um, exactly. yeah. And you, we all know about being shitty queens. Have you ever walked into anywhere with toilet paper stuck on your shoe? Oh, um, um, I must. My have friend done. did I it mean, recently. It I won't name her. My female friend. She had it coming out of her ass, <laughs> and it was coming what? out. Yeah, coming out the bottom of her dress. Where were we? What? It happened at. Um, oh my god! It was only a few. Was weeks she ago. fucked? Yeah, definitely. I was um, going to say, how could you miss that otherwise? And it was someone else who came up and pointed. Oh god, I can't remember where we were. It's because I got hit by a fucking car. I can't remember anything. <laughs> Long COVID car. I know. So Evie points out that Jada now has a win and has no block. So did you think she'll be next? Because they keep doing the, we're just going to block whoever. Mm, has no, because I agree, I agree with you, like what you said last week still, um, that she's great, but I don't think Jada's, you know, she's not up there. So it's almost like, what's the point? Well, I agree with me too, but I don't think these queens have very good... I agree with me too! But I don't think these queens have very good strategy. I think they're actually missing a lot of the point of this thing. Mm. Uh, Especially because at this episode, there's a lot of talk of targeting Jinx because she's doing so well. But I think at this point, Mm. Jinx is doing so well, she's just a dead set for the finals. I don't really think there's much to be gained from blocking her. You might as well just think, well, she's definitely through. Now let's focus on the people who... Yeah, go for second, because she's she's sort of like head and shoulders above everybody, really, at this point. Jinx is not going to not end up in the top four, even if she bombs every other challenge. She's got two Mm, stars. I don't think think four queens are going to get three stars, so... Really, although no. with this extra star thing, maybe it will accelerate. A yeah, because they were because reali- they were realizing they they need to like get some more stars in the mix. They were like, oh shit! Like you said, like you said, it was just it's not really working super well. So um, yeah, they need to speed things up a bit. Yeah, and then um, we've got Monet pretending to go along with the secret of the plunger. I don't think Monet's very convincing. I think it becomes quite clear at this point that everyone else has acted quite well, whereas Monet's like, yeah... She's, um, got, his blank, she's got his blank face on. <laughs> and I think Monet talked such a big game that she was going to, if she got the plunger, she was going to, I'm going to fucking tear that bitch to shred. She's going to cr- rue the day she crossed me. And it's like, now she's got it. <laughs> she just sat there with toilet paper hanging off her, looking like a bit of <laughs> an idiot, really. <laughs> yeah, take that, Vivian. 
And that is when the Vivian does reveal her Jinx thing, which is just so stupid because Jinx is the one who's winning the most. If you win, you get to block. So why would you tell the person who keeps winning and has the most blocking advantage that you were going to block them even when you didn't even do it? So you didn't even, Mm, like, it was just nothing to be gained from doing that. Um, And And she's putting herself on the same level as Jinx, which is, I mean, she is good. She's good in this episode. And she's a good drag queen, but she's not up there with Jinx. Um, so it is a bit like, um... It's ridiculous. Really? I You're get, not on a par, hun. I get what she means, that they're in the same lane, they have the same strengths. Yeah. But Jinx is probably better at everything that the Vivian does, more so than mm. the Vivian. Um, yeah. So, and then also we get the Vivian telling Evie to put her penis away. I want to know, do you want to see Evie's penis? Because yes. it gets talked about a lot. <laughs> I, I don't want to see I've, it. Uh, well, I've said it. Yes, I do. Do you want to see it out of intrigue or the like actual arousal? Oh, um, oh, intrigue. Well, it depends what it looks like. I have a feeling it's it'll be very long in quite an unattractive way. Oh no! Don't say that. It's like have you ever been without? Have you ever have you ever been out with somebody because of their penis? Mm, yeah, I get. I guess it's well. Everything's a point system, much like this season of All Star Seven, and I mm. think it definitely adds points. It's, I would never. It would never be the only reason. Oh no! It has been the only reason for me in the past. It is currently, isn't it? <laughs> 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 no, I went out with someone who I won't name, but like he has such a beautiful penis. It was just such a shame that it was attached to such a fucking cunt. Don't talk um, about when we dated Sam, honestly. <laughs> it was a secret. <laughs> so you'd rather, you'd rather somebody say you had a nice penis but you were a fucking cunt. They've <laughs> said it before and I'm sure they'll say it again. <laughs> no, he was just really irritating and um, just sort of whiny and annoying but like, I, I, I literally sucked it up. <laughs> Um, and speaking of penis, RuPaul looks like a penis when he comes out. Oh my dressed... god, he looks ridiculous! Dressed like ridiculous, dressed like, a, like a, dressed like a like a um, pound stretcher, Grace Jones, <laughs> MC Hammond. Um, but the, que- the queens, I saw a meme online which was. This is the real acting challenge of the season when the queens have to pretend they like RuPaul's workroom outfit, which is because he comes out and they're all like, oh my God, work fierce. And Raj is like, oh, she's feeling it. Um, I do quite like that Ru is um, taking more risks because it's been so many seasons now. Yeah, just a different coloured suit, like your Graham Norton on a good day. But um, yeah, this is quite interesting, but it was a bit like odd. Doesn't No, I mean... It was, it, it was it was odd. She is in her sixties. I mean, I don't like when people say that about Madonna. Feel free to wear your skimpy outfits. It just seemed very unruPaul. But then he did the dance at the end, the MC Hammer dance, and I thought, well, that made it a little at least bit. There's, at least there's humour in it. It was Thank just I don't, I don't I don't I don't like a scoop neck at the best of times really on a man. So um, I don't know because it was like it was weird because it's like in because it wasn't drag because he's not in drag, but it was quite. You, like a man wouldn't a normal a man walking down the street wouldn't wear that. So it's sort of like in between, wasn't it? It's like, not without getting beaten what, up. Not without getting beaten up down fucking Dolson High Street. All right, but um, yeah, I just think it was just an odd, an odd choice. But I mean, but yes, all power to Rue for um coming out wearing such a travesty. I love that sometimes your voice goes so high pitched the dog starts barking. That's what you're <laughs> so, <laughs> that fucking bitch. Oh, do you know what this week? Oh, she she must have she hurt herself in the middle of the night. She must have like she it's like she lies on she, she lies on she lies on her back on the sofa and I think she fell off the sofa in the middle of the night because then she was screaming. Um so we had to take her to the vets and she couldn't 
And she'd got herself up the stairs. She couldn't get down the stairs. So I had to pick her up and carry her down the stairs. And I had to carry her to the car like over, over a period of like two days. And my back is fucking killing me. Because she's like 40, she's like 40 kilograms. She's oh, really heavy. Chicken. That, you're, you're a good parent. You're a good parent. I know. Like when she was literally being like, oh, it breaks your fucking heart. Uh, but she improved really well and didn't have to have the ketamine injection that they were going to give her. So they gave it to me. <laughs> you should have saved some for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it would have been like... UK, hon. Like UK, She was hon. like... <laughs> Yeah, Ripley's a K a K whore now. Um, no, she didn't. She didn't have to have it, but um, she was like, "Oh, the vet was like, oh yeah, no, it's it's you know given obviously to animals all the time, so I'm assuming it's like a quite small dose." She wasn't going to be like drooling in a corner. <laughs> yeah, I think ketamine isn't it originally a horse tranquilizer, or is that a different one? So yeah, it is. It is a horse tranquilizer, but it's it's for animals. It's for animals mainly. Right, well, we we can be animals sometimes, honey. Uh, which, by the um, way, I don't. I don't enjoy it actually. I've done it before, and I, I don't enjoy it. Well, can I just say I'm very disappointed this week. I know this is completely unrelated, but I'm going to use this mm. very small link of saying animal. Um, you know how excited <laughs> I was about the new Jurassic World film, and you know how much I love the franchise in general. Have Jurassic- you watched it? Uh, it actually came on my dodgy box. So I- no way! Oh, you scumbag! I had a ticket to the screening, which I begged for, for the PRs. I actually said that it was important to the gay community that I was there, and they believed it. (laughs) But the day before it came on my dodgy box, I couldn't resist watching, and it was a shocker. Oh, Um, well, you've watched it on a... You've watched a shitty version on your telly. You had a... You had a... You had, like... You could have been there at a screening. You ruined it for yourself. I'm going to go watch it at the cinema again just to make sure, it, like, it isn't lost on well, a Well, so you didn't, go, you didn't go to the screening then? No, because it was the next day and I'd just watched it. I was so disappointed. I was like, I can't now go into town and sit and watch that bad film again. But I'm going to do it in an afternoon, a quiet afternoon, uh, more locally, so it doesn't feel like as much of a going out my way. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I love... All the Jurassic Park films. I mean, the last one was very questionable, but I still enjoyed it. Jurassic Park three, I'm quite a big defender of till the end. It's quite oh. a good film. So I've always is that the one? Is that the one with Julianne Moore? No, that's Lost World, which again, a lot of people. It's very divisive. Every film after the original has been quite. They're divisive. all quite divisive after the first, apart from Jurassic World. Everyone. But I've been loyal. They? I've been there from the beginning. I've always defended them. This one, I think, is quite hard to defend it's so stupid and so long and so boring but i guess we should get back to drag race but what about laura dern she's the reason i'm gonna go and watch it well she just is laura dern in this film she's not ellie i've forgotten the woman's last name from the original that's how iconic character jurassic (laughs) that's it ellie jurassic park i believe was her full title I mean, Sam Neill is good in it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum has just gotten so... If, I feel like he's doing a parody of himself now. He doesn't feel like yeah, a real Yeah, he's a bit person. of a caricature. Like, like, yeah, like he was in Thor Ragnarok. He was just a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and the new characters are just shit, but they always have been. And mm. the dinosaurs are just too CGI. And mm. i just really disappointed. I was really... I've been, actually been looking forward to this for years since the last one came out. So it's just a bit of a kick in the you amazing? Do you think you maybe built it up a little bit too much in your mind? Maybe. But now I re- keep reading how amazing this Top Gun film is. And I don't like the original Top Gun, but I'm thinking maybe I'm going to have to go see it. Apparently it's got amazing audience 
uh, what's it called? App- approval is like ninety nine percent, and it's like unheard yeah. of. Every, everyone who I've known who've seen it says it's amazing, and like I don't like Tom Cruise. I did. I quite hate like the Tom first Cruise. One. Yeah, no, I, he gets on my tits like big, like creepy. I, just cannot, I cannot get out of my mind. Um, there's I don't, either a vid- little video or a photo when he's doing like a Scientology thing, and he's got a big medallion around his like neck and stuff, and he looks so crazy and ridiculous. I just can't. I just can't. I can't shake it. Oh, he's just a big gay creep, which mm. I know is rich coming from me, but uh, I just, I can't. <laughs> Being a big great creep yourself, you recognise it in others. <laughs> it takes one to know one. And quite <laughs> short. <laughs> yeah, true, actually. Um, thanks for that. Although, and he's, and he's very, <laughs> you're welcome. Apparently also he's very precious. Like a friend of mine, like I do know people who do know him actually, and um, he wears like giant insoles in his shoes. And uh, he wears giant like... Giant butt plugs, and, I bet. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously that's libelous and not and possibly not. Um, oh, he does pro- sue pro- a lot as well, doesn't he? Tom sues. Tom Cruise sues. Yeah, Tom Cruise sues. Um, you'll 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 get depped before uh, before the end of the episode. Um, oh but yeah, God. I don't know. Like, I just the problem is, I the problem I find with him is that he doesn't um, find himself ridiculous or yeah, even say humorless. it or like. Yeah, humourless. And you know that is the thing that we love the most. That's the thing I've complained about Madonna about is the fact that you're not allowed to mention that she fell over. Like, I mean, that shit. Like, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself, especially when you make a mistake. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? Madonna's got a great sense of humour, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, she does. She she does. But I just don't like the fact that she, you never, you know, you're not allowed to ever recognise that she fell over. Well, that's what my graduation speech would be about, is defending Madonna. But that's the challenge this week. They all have to do graduation speeches. And Monet, because she got the plunger, gets to pick the order. Um, and then we find out that they about the two-star twist. And she says instantly that she's going she's gonna, to... Because she's going to put Vivian last. Like, she says it's a joke and then basically does it. <laughs> yeah, she's very petty. Um, so I think this is the episode that they needed to really ramp up the alliances with this extra star. Mm. Because I think yeah. a, lot oh, big the, time. a lot of the queens should have gone to a side and been like, if I win, I'll give it you. If you win, you'll give it me. We there was only like a bit of that, wasn't there, with um, with Monet and Trinity? Well, they've been and in they... an alliance from the start, so that was obvious. But no one else seems to be wanting to play this game unless they're playing it off camera somehow. Because apparently they were a lot more lapsed this season because usually they're not allowed to talk off screen. But because they were all winners, apparently they let them have alcohol, their phones, and they were allowed to mix, which they aren't Oh, usually. really? Um, yeah. Have you watched, have you watched um, Untucked? I did watch and talk, but I found it very boring this week. So I kind of zoned out a bit. Oh, no, I haven't, I haven't watched it either. But I thought maybe they'd have some alliance chat in that. Well, I wish they would just be left to chat because the guests are just coming in. Unless it's fucking Cameron Diaz, like it was week one, yeah. then I really don't need to see these people who weren't even interesting in the main episode come in <laughs> and talk again and untuck. Like, please, just let the queens kiki kai kai. Whatever. Yeah, because it's not really untucked, is it? It's just just a talk show with a celebrity. It absolutely is. And this this woman this week, Nikki Glazer, I just didn't really find her funny or interesting. I still don't really know who she is. Um, she is a stand-up comedian and... Um, but she doesn't seem very funny. Yeah, I guess if you... If you know her, oh, that sounds stupid. If you know her, then you know her. Do I you know, know what I mean. I know her name, but I wouldn't have recognised her face. So her name is obviously no. I mean, it's just not. I'm not a fan. No. Um, I mean, why hasn't Amy Schumer been on? Because I was rewatching her old sketches yesterday, and they are so fucking funny. They're some of the funniest sketches I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen um, Life and Beth? Life and Beth. 
That's her new show, isn't it? Yeah, on Disney Plus, yeah. It's Is really that good. a drama? Um, well, as much of the drama as it can be with Amy Schumer, it is, it is still funny and it's still like about her being a loser and stuff like that. But uh, it's, okay, um, I'll, I'll see if it's on the dodgy box. Def- so don't have get, get out of your dodgy box. If it's got fucking Jurassic World, then I'm sure it's got Life and Beth with Amy Schumer. Well, Jurassic World was filmed on like an actual like video phone and you can tell. So it really was bad quality. So Oh my God, you've literally ruined your voice for yourself because now you've got this image that it's crap. Look, you're still talking about the frigging CGI of the dinosaurs when you've watched it on that. Oh, God, yeah, you're right, actually. That's... <laughs> I'm not being funny, but it just looked a bit grainy like it was filmed on a video screen. <laughs> oh, that's true. I can't really judge a CGI. Well, to be honest, I do regret watching that version. I should have gone to the screening, but it is what it is. That's like when you're really hungry and like you've got like a really nice meal plan and you just think, oh, do you know, I'm just so hungry. I better have like, you know, pot a bit, bit, yeah, pot noodle or a bit of, you know, mouldy old bit of bread and jam and then you don't want your dinner. Oh, such a waste. Oh, that is, that happens a lot when we go out for dinner when they bring that bread basket and we all dive in and then like <laughs> when the actual meal comes, like no one wants to have any food. Um, very, very. Ne- nice. That is, that's always a mistake with uh, Pizza Express if you, if you go crazy on the dough balls. Oh, well, I'm not Prince Andrew, so you won't catch me there. Um, so how would you play this star thing with the extra star? How, would you have a strategy um, or would you just be trying to win I and would, that's it? I would give it to... I would Obviously, I would try and win, but I would give my extra one. I mean, obviously, we're going to see next week who they gave their extra one to. But would you but make I think, your alliance what, with someone? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, one thing is I hope they don't give it to Evie because that's a right slap in the face. Well, I feel like Evie will get one because I think giving one to someone who has That's really got one, charity, though. Oh, cringe. Well, whoever wins from now on, unless it's Evie, will be getting their second star. So it's getting Evie mm. a star, but also you'll still be ahead of her. Whereas anyone else you give a star to, you're bringing them up. To oh, no, your... yeah. It would, so, it, so not only are you doing like a good turn in inverted commas, but, um, but also like, oh, if she does get that, then she'll be like, she'll be like, okay, guys, so, you know, we've all got stars. <laughs> like, as in, like, we've all won a challenge. And you haven't. She's got it, given it. Well, the funny Oof. thing is, I don't know how this is going to work. We'll find out next week. But I don't know if the two queens who won get to talk to each other before they choose. Because they could both choose Evie. And Evie could end up with two stars next week. Oh, <laughs> and win the show by, by, by accident. Well, she'd be joint top with um, Jinx if, she, yeah. if, they, if she, they both give her a star. Yeah, so that's true. It's got very complicated now. I don't know how it's going to work. Plunge of stars. What's going on? I know. Shay's getting very dis- distracted as well in the workroom, which was quite a fun little sequence. And I do understand what she's saying. Like, you know, if they're all Pratt falling and being, look at me, look at me camera, and you're trying to actually do your speech. Well, you'd be really the one Pratt falling, not the one being distracted. I would, I would yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must be really annoying to be um, frustrated by me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, I, liked, <laughs> I liked Monet, um, her quote, though, when... She said to Jada, Jada, ain't you black? Where's the rhythm? I love that. I, I, do, I do enjoy their workroom um, banter. I don't like saying banter, but I've said it now. Banter, banter. But Jada is, Jada is like, she is like an old white woman, really. Like, she's just like the way she moves and stuff. She and she's just, she's really funny. And like, uh, so I do, I do see where she's coming from with that one. Although, speaking of old white women, Jinx gave, I think, the best laugh of the episode 
and it wasn't even in the speech when she did that joke to Monet saying, what's another word for inhibited when they were talking about thesaurus? They said, blocked. <laughs> um, so everyone wants to go in the middle of the lineup. Um, I think I'd want to go first, actually, because having, because I recently gave a best, it wasn't a best man speech, it were three best man speeches, and I was last, and I actually found it like, I wasn't nervous at the beginning, but then after I've watched other people, when you watch other people go, then it suddenly makes you feel a bit more nervous. Mm. So I, I feel like going first is like better for nerves. Um, I do agree with you, and as well, like, especially with, um, I don't know. I think I would like to go second, but then I did. I did a, also did a best man when there was there was two of us a couple of years ago, and he went first, and then it was me, and I was more nervous. So I agree with you. And plus, like people are more um, full of goodwill. Do you know what I mean for the first one? Like they they want to laugh for you. Yeah, by, by the, the end, end of, it, of it, you're tired. Yeah. Also, if you, if like um, which did happen in this instance where and obviously at a wedding it's likely to happen as well where you make the same kind of joke if you go first you're the first one who made it and then anyone after has to mm. worry about repeating oh yeah exactly i mean the, the other best man definitely stole one of my jokes i told him about and he used it and i was like <gasps> you fucking kidding me i know the I shade know. of it the all. shade of it all but he was really competitive though about it really competitive because he's like a comedian by by you know by work trade and um trade of the yeah, season so, yeah, what he was. I bet you were better though, weren't you? I was better, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely the better. I went at the end and everyone said afterwards I was like the headliner of the three. So I was like, well, and apparently the other guys had asked to go before me because they didn't want to go after me. And I was like, well. Ah, uh, yes. Well, it is. Well, that is like the main event if you're, if you're last, I suppose, isn't it? Well, I mean, the gay has to go last because it's, it's going to be the funniest. You would, you would think, you would hope. Yeah, you definitely hope. And if they weren't, it'd be really embarrassing. But Monet puts Vivian last, uh, not to help her out, but because she's basically trying to destroy her. Um, <laughs> and I think Monet put herself first because she went first in the roast on All Stars 4 and she won that one and was very good. So I think she thinks mm. of it as like a lucky spot. When the Vivian said, uh, but it doesn't matter because I've got a secret weapon, I really, really thought, another one of my wrong predictions, that she was going to come <laughs> out. Yay, it's wrong predictions. ba ba <laughs> I thought she was going to come out as Trump and do the Trump character, which I think would be a good thing for her to bust out this season. I know she can't do it with Snatch Game. She's already done it on Snatch Game. But yeah, yeah. it's such an iconic thing she did. I think it would be good for her to try and reference it at some point. Yeah, I mean, Lord, Lord knows everybody else references their old jokes. Look over there. Oh, <sighs> God, if I have to hear that one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so Vivian's doing her drunk voice in the rehearsal. Um, I, so is that so is that her secret weapon, the drunk voice? Yeah, I didn't think it would go uh, very well, but I didn't think they did either. So it was it, it worked a lot better with the look than when she was doing it without the look, don't you think? Oh yeah, completely. And if you're doing, I mean, it was obviously like you know very Patsy Stone, um, it but was. I think um, I think if you're you know, you don't want to be. That's the only joke. So you've got to be. You've almost got to be doubly funny because you're already doing something that's inverted commas funny. But then, so just like being drunk isn't funny enough. You've got to do jokes with it as well. So I mean, she, I think she did. But um, I I do get what they mean. Like because putting on, uh, like having a character like what Raj was saying she was going to do a character as well. It's so risky because if it doesn't work, then the whole thing's fucked. Well, I was going to mention this later, but I'll mention it now because I didn't notice this. I did watch the Catherine Tate show when it came out, but I didn't know. 
I've rewatched the sketch, but a lot of people said that Vivian stole the character from Catherine Tate. Well, not, <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It's called Drunk Bride. If you watch the sketch, it's not one of her more famous characters. It was just a one-off sketch, but it does seem very much like. I mean, we already know Viv loves Catherine Tate. She did her for Snatch Game. Yeah, but it definitely seems like this character was based off that sketch. And it even, inspired, let's say. Well, it even took the opening line uh, from the sketch, so it seems. <laughs> well, that's just tea leafing. But it's not like a. It's not like a complete impression. It seems to be yeah, inspired, and she a lot of the jokes in it were her own jokes. So it didn't bother me that much. But some people were like, "Oh my god, the Vivian is." basically plagiarising Catherine Tate at this point. Oh, and, but also it would be pretty foolish after she's already done her in Snatch Game. So like directed people towards Catherine Tate and then nicked her jokes while she was there. It seems to be what she did. And then Trinity stole Carson's joke literally on camera because he gave that, <laughs> you can't spell tassel without ass, which wasn't even a funny joke. And Trinity was like writing it down and then literally used it moments <laughs> later. <laughs> it's like me and the best men's speech. I know. It's like, how shameless can you get? I, I love I love that Jinx is so good. She has two options. So she's got the car story or the condom getting lost in a story, which mm. I think you'll agree with me, Sam. I think we both would have probably leaned more towards the condom story. Um, so I would well, like Well, yeah. I mean, oh, you know my condom story it's about the dog. I've told you I do, before, I but, do. Um, I love that. Yeah, one. That, so, I, I mean, don't know if that would have worked I, in this speech, but... <laughs> I don't know. But I think... Um, Ooh, that's but but I mean that's about a dog though. I mean this is about like losing a condom up your ooh, up your own arse. It's that's quite rank to be honest. <laughs> well, I would like to hear it because I actually have heard Jinx's car story many times because she, as a big fan of hers for years, she does tell it on podcasts and uh, like various interviews. Anytime so, anyone's listening, basically yeah. So I did know it quite well. So maybe that was why I didn't at fir- on first watch. I didn't think Jinx really deserved the win. On second watch, I was like, oh no, yeah, she really did. Um, but we'll get to the performances. We're on the rehearsals. And I thought Raja sounded like she was going to bomb because they did like... Yeah, she did. They did do a bit of a, um, what you call it, red herring with that one. Uh, but yeah. I, I loved the quote she gave in the confessional, which was, and this could be my own Gemini delusion, but I feel like my presence is enough of a statement on its own, even in silence. <laughs> and I was like, if Raja had got up there for a speech and stood there for a minute in silence just because she thought she was psychotic, I would have wanted her to win for that alone. <laughs> I don't need to say anything. I'm an icon, so let's just let's just... Just watch me for a minute, okay? So rule, Louv Louvall. Sorry, Louvall. I sound like one of Jinx's snatch game characters getting his name wrong on purpose. <laughs> I think I just called him Room, and she called him Broom. So Room Paul uh, comes out in a dress, dress of many colours. What do you give it a hit or a shit? Oh, definitely a hit. I loved it, and that wig is just fantastic. Her wigs have been amazing. This dress is mm. amazing. It's a hit. Mm. Uh, definitely mm. a step Big up hit. from the workroom. Um, travesty, um, as she hoot, said. A hoot. <laughs> hoot, Paul. Or is it a toot? <laughs> we say hit or shit. Stick to our words. Um, uh, glute or uh, groot. <laughs> and speaking of words, we've got the speeches. Uh, going first is Monet. What did you think of hers? Um, well, like we've said before, like they were all good. No, no they were really, all good. Like, there was no real shit ones. Um, it was just to do with, like, it's because not a lot of time. So, I mean, you do need to, like... Stand out. Like, sometimes if you... Like, yeah, like, if you... And if you dwell on, like, a... Not a boring bit, but if you dwell on something personal and too serious without, like, getting the jokes in, then, I, you know, you waste your time, really. I liked I liked this, but it wasn't strong. 
Yeah, it was good. It wasn't that memorable, as in no. I watched the episode twice and the second time I couldn't really remember anything she'd said. But I, <laughs> I loved her little Mufasa voice thing. Um, oh, yeah, that was good. That, that was a good bit, yeah. Her fro comb fell out and I thought, like much like Jinx, she should have maybe joked about that because I think when things oh, like that happen... Oh, big time! But I get you it. have to... Yeah, you have to do that. Like, if you if you can ad lib like like Jinx with the ear, you're right. Then it makes it doubly funny and it makes an iconic moment, not just like oh, oops. Yeah. And then she like said something about it like about two minutes later. Yeah, I thought that was a bit shit, and I thought that this the ones who did well in this challenge um, had a bit more sincerity. Even though obviously you always need jokes, I think when they kind of just was too much on the comedy and not enough of a real meaty. M- meaning yeah no i agree yeah so the one that i was controversial about was shays which like i said they all did good but shay was probably towards the bottom for me i didn't like it that much but the judges sounded like they were almost putting it in the top yeah no i didn't i wasn't in love with this either what was the what was the actual story about i can't remember your life <laughs> right <laughs> was there a central theme well I, for me it was oh, a, about being popular yeah 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 i remember but it was a bit conflicting for me because it was like um i was popular then and i'm popular now but then her story was about kind of daring to sit with the cool kids so I was like well that yeah, sounds contradictory but also, but, but also like they're, you know she went to go and sit with the cool kids but she didn't say anything she didn't say what happened she didn't say what happened it was for me it was a bit of a mess actually and then she got one joke that everyone liked about John Hughes but I don't know who John Hughes is yeah, John Hughes. Oh, yeah, you do know who John Hughes is. Um, he is. He directed Serial Mom. He directed loads of eighties um, films, like I think it was Sixteen Candles and loads. He was the one that um, I've not seen any of those films, bitch. Yeah, but he's the one that John. He's the one that um, Raja did did a um, dressed up as with a pencil and moustache. That's John Waters. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the same person. Um, but John, John Hughes is a uh, director of like loads of eighties films. But they obviously, I mean, it was the eighties and. They just get yeah, all starred white people. Well, I didn't get it. And also the Gaga reference, 99 people in a room, is so tired now. I mean, it's even tired just within the context of Drag Race. It's been referenced so many times. Um, yeah. I know part I of the joke this was is the worst the then, actually. I think it was the worst as well. So I was surprised it got a lot of praise. Um, I actually really liked Trinity's. Um, I thought, she, I loved the joke at the beginning the, the, about reading me wrong. She went, hook time phonics didn't work for Moo. I thought that was like probably one of the best jokes told on stage <laughs> Moo. <laughs> and she actually almost made me cry in hers when she talked about her grandma getting ill and looking after her I that felt... was really sad and so obviously that's true isn't it i i mean it must be i don't think she'd make that up like that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot to um that's a lot for a kid to go through to be fair to have to to have to drop out of school to look after their granny that's a lot yeah so i really liked trinity i didn't think it was good enough to be in the top but she was uh on one of my favorites um, I'm not being funny yet, but I really thought that John Hughes and John Waters were the same person. <laughs> well, because they have different names, so... Until now. Well, I know who John Waters is, because that's like Hairspray and Divine and... Oh my God, I was watching... Did you watch that thing last night on the BBC Two about um, LGBT on the BBC over the years? Uh, no. Was it good? I really enjoyed it. It showed Divine on top of the pops and she was so fat and so sweaty and like looked like she could pass out at any moment. I mean, it was no, it can't have been a huge shock for people when she died, but I just thought, what? She was so iconic. And I remembered watching on top of the pops when I was a little child and she must have been, it was probably actually Lily Savage or Dame Ender Average, but she must have been one of the first drag queens I ever saw on TV. And I remember even back then as a kid being like, I love this. And yeah, it's... like fascinated. Like she was definitely like super fascinating. Um, yeah. Download what, the it, song on Spotify. It's You Think You're a Man. It's a great song. 
And it was, she was on top of the pops with it. Did it get the charts then? Yeah, it was a hit. It was a top 20 hit. She had two hits. It was that one and also Beautiful, which is another good song. Not the Christina Aguilera song. It was uh, her own original. You're ah. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, they're both good songs. Uh, not the best singing voice, but I mean, 80 a day will do that. And not the best, uh, well, not the best health record either. Well, but dead, um, really, <laughs> so that's, it didn't get a lot worse than that. <laughs> it was the final nail in the coffin, really, appearing on top of the pops with Jimmy Savile. Oh, my God. Well, she was too old for that, thank God. Um, and speaking of old, what do you think of Raja's? <laughs> uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it was obviously like a, you know, a character again, uh, but it was um, but yeah, really funny. I thought she, um, you know, I... <sighs> I do think that, you know, that there were obviously Rue's laughing was a little bit OTT, but there we go. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I really liked Raj's as well. It had some really good jokes in, but Rue was laughing from the beginning before the jokes had started. She was like hysterically I know, I laughing. Know. So the edit was very much like Raj's winning this one. And actually, I think she deserved to win even with a normal edit. But the, the fact that they <laughs> rammed it down our throats without, so much. without a crazy edit, without a crazy everything you say, literally hilarious edit. Yeah, I really liked the jokes about uh, be nice to the poor because if a camera looks by, that, like, that was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought her delivery was good and it stood out because I know what you mean, character's a risk, but because this character wasn't too far from Raja, it kind of still felt a bit authentic and she did have some actual good advice in as well as the jokes. Yeah. And she just fucking needed a star. She deserved it anyway, so I'm glad that this happened. It was just really well balanced and she's so fucking beautiful. She is, and I actually, shockingly, I think, want her to win now over Jinx, which I never thought I would what? say. What? Well, yeah, because I just do. I just feel even like... after that lip sync. <laughs> well, I kind of even love that because it's like Raja just doesn't give a shit. She's so effortlessly a star, whereas Jinx is someone you can tell puts a lot of work into it, which is also mm. amazing. But Raja yep. just seems to me to be like some. You know, there's like, there's the stars like Madonna who work really, uh, Beyonce work really hard and rehearse. And then mm. there's the Mariah Carey's who just saunter out. And I just kind of love that as mm. well. So, quite effort, just, effortless, really. I mean, obviously, the outfit just a fucking diva. But yeah, she's a diva. Yeah. She is a diva. Yeah. Um, so Jada also, uh, as we as we keep saying, everyone was good, but Jada was uh, on the forgettable end for me. I, I don't mm. really remember anything she said, but I remember f- thinking it was fine and funny. I don't think she had a She big says, point. look over there. <laughs> she did say that, but we've heard that one before a few times. Um, <laughs> but my other choice for the top was actually Evie. Um, I really, really liked Evie. I loved this. It was brilliant, wasn't it? And I love a Pratt fall. It was a very well done fall. Well, it was very good. And also it meant that Evie was the only one, I think, who memorised hers off by heart. Because everyone else read mm. theirs. But because of that joke, she had to do it off book. But she already, but she did make a joke about being off book earlier on in the show. Um, and I thought that was just a joke in itself. But it wasn't. It obviously was related to the fact that she did intend to learn it all. Yeah, but I, I just loved this message because it actually really resonated with me. And I do think it's very true that, like, you learn more in life from your mistakes than you do from your successes. And oh, yeah, yeah. And, and she get, delivered it really sincerely. I love the reference to her bad Whoopi Goldberg and then yeah. saying, good luck and fuck it up. Um, I personally would have given Evie the win. I mean, to give Evie and Evie Raja... Evie and Raja, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think... Because a lot of people said that, and then when I rewatched Jinx, it's like, oh, it was so good. But I, it's hard because Jinx is—it's never a surprise when Jinx does well. Whereas Evie went above and yeah, beyond. Yeah, we've said that before. We've said that before, though. Like, but that doesn't mean she should be punished for always being consistently amazing. 
I know. But then uh, Jinx is... I mean, to be fair, Jinx didn't really make me laugh. I laughed at the beginning bit, which she said, whatever year you're watching this on YouTube. Mm. Um, the witch bit, I didn't find that funny. But it was all very solid. And then obviously the catchphrase of I was hit by a fucking car. It really was memorable. So I yeah. do get why she won. I just think it's a shame that Evie did so well this week and now is the only one without a star. And I think, like, she's been quite good a few weeks, so... I guess yeah, so. she, she could, they could have given her this one rather than give it again to Jinx. Yeah, uh, uh, someone who a lot of people thought should have won was the Vivian. I kind of get why she didn't, because it was funny, but there was no m- actual message on this one, which I think was a part of the challenge. Well, yeah, because it's supposed to, well, it is, I, like a valedictorian speech or whatever it is, um, is supposed to be inspirational, really. And this obviously was, um, yeah, just like drunk bride at a wedding. Um, rather than giving actually, Tate, yeah, yeah, exactly. Rather than actually giving any messaging per se, it did have some really good jokes in. I liked Trinity finished top of her professor, and the fall at the end I thought was really good. So if it was just a comedy challenge, I probably would have given it to her and Raja. Yes, you're right. Because then she was kind of roasting people as well at the same time. But it was so it was. You're right. Yeah, that, I mean, it was just more of a good piece of comedy as opposed to you know inspirational in any way. Yeah, I do think this is the hardest week to choose a top two because I, I think this was the most consistently good everyone has been. And they've mm, been good yeah. uh, since the start of the season mostly, but this week was especially hard. Um, should we do these runways? Let's do them! So the category is Veiled It, and Monet Exchange comes out first in an Alexander McQueen-inspired bird outfit. I give it shit, I'm afraid. Controversial. No, I gave it a hit, actually. I didn't like the colour, I didn't like the shape, I didn't like the concept. Um, I liked the colour and the shape and the um, and the texture of the feathers. I think it would feel really nice. Um, and the colours were sort of trans colours as well. Um, wasn't She's done really, that loads that, of times. Now. Yeah, she has. I know, but I, I, that, um, it wasn't really a veil. I mean, it's a nice trick, it's a nice play on veil, but a bit too vague. Well, obviously, I mean... You must have enjoyed the break of me talking about Denali's lip sync, which used to be every week. But <laughs> Denali, That's how you do a bird look. She, well, yeah, I think so. There's, that was a very recent memorable bird look. And to me, this one's inferior. And this is a winner's season. So, mm. And I'm going to say it about someone else later. But if you're going to do a look that's already been on Drag Race on a winner's season, it should really be better than blow that look out of the water. Which, yep. Um, yep. So what do you think of Shay and her accordion pleats tribute to her grandmother? I gave this my shit of the week, unfortunately. Oh well, that's interesting. I did not expect that. I didn't like. I didn't like the colours. Um, I didn't like. It was sort of like it swamped her. Sort of. I understand the idea, um, but it just. Um, I just thought it was a bit messy, and you know, and the veil was a bit tacked on. I mean, I know obviously a veil has to be tacked on, but um, I just feel like it was. You know, compared to the others, I don't. I didn't really like it. Well, I put hit, but I also put I don't love it. So I maybe. <laughs> I, I think it was really well made. I thought she looked good, but yeah, it didn't it didn't rock my boat really. So I get where you're coming no. from. Um, Trinity, the tuck, uh, she comes out in another train this time red. Um, I gave this a hit just because she looks so fucking amazing. Well, How could you not? I mean, it is a it is a hit because it's stunning. But um, I just um, I don't really get. So obviously the a veil. Um, does the veil shouldn't be over your face, right? Or I mean, obviously like um. When people get married, they take the veil off and then it trails behind them like this. But um, there was no, it was never over her face. So I don't know about that. 
Yeah, I did think that actually. I do think a veil, I think being involved with the face is like a, one of the main requirements mm. of it being a veil. So, but um, there was definitely the veil. It's a, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like Georges and the uh, shoulder pads <laughs> that were not on the shoulders. Yeah, they were just puffy sleeves. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're going to be a stickler, I get that. And also Trinity. I mean, it wasn't her fault in the design challenge. She got given red and she she did choose to make a train, but it's actually, it's not a similar look, but it's another red train look. And she's yeah. worn a few of the trains, but she just looks yeah. so amazing. And actually, More of a train wreck. Yeah, I, I had to give it a hit. I could have almost even gone <laughs> hit of the week if, if it wasn't for some other things. Yeah. So Raja come out in this Vogue cover, definite hit. Amazing, amazing. She's just so beautiful. And like the detail on it, like when she's um, just like something on the arm and stuff. And like this, like you obviously look, your eyes are drawn to the whole thing at the back. But um, it was amazing. Like it was just such another incredible outfit from her. Like Jesus, how much did these things cost? Well, I feel like Raja is making a lot of her stuff. I could be wrong. And also I feel like she is just... Um, just like living art. I think she's an original and I don't... Someone else said this on a rival pod, uh, a rival recap, but um, it was actually Bob the Drag Queen, but she said that they think that a lot of the other queens are referencing someone with their looks, but Raja is the original reference. And I thought that was a really good way to put it. I just think she's... Oh, wow, that's a, that's a compliment indeed, isn't it, really? She's that bitch. Um, mm, she is. Unfortunately, I didn't like this look from Jada because I just thought she was too covered up. I really liked it, actually. It was a proper veil, and I do like the reference. There's sort of like a Miss Havisham sort of ideal to it, and this kind of like Spanish sort of like moratorium. Um, I really liked it, actually. I mean, it would it would have been nice to see her face a bit better, but, um, you know, if you're going to go for a fucking veil, that's a veil, babes. Yeah, maybe a reveal would have helped. Um, mm, it was yeah. beautiful, but it just it was too covered for me, so I had to give it a shit, I'm afraid. Well, I'm not giving it a shit. I'm giving it a hit. Evie almost <laughs> got my hit of the week because she looked so amazing in this beaded look, and I think it's the best she's looked all season. Um, she made I it really herself. liked her crayons colour thing, I have to say. Oh, um, I did love that. I took it back. And, I, and I, did like, I did like this, but um, in fact, I did, I did really like it. It's not my hit of the week, though. No, it wasn't mine. It was, it was mine until... Um, the next one, which then I had to give it to, which was Jinx, which... Um, Stunning. I mean, it's so beautiful. I love, love, love the concept of the butterflies holding that veil. I know, it's so, so, like, Snow White. The way Jinx puts her body together, because, I mean, she looks so... has such an amazing silhouette in drag. Um, not that... I don't mean this shade, but compared to out of drag, she really performs like <laughs> a... She performs like an optical illusion, really. It's amazing what she does oh, no, with her, absolutely. With her padding. Um, because you see, in normal life, she's a bit lumpen and a bit like, you know, the hair's a straggly mess. And, um, you know, she's a bit of a shocker, really. Love her, though we do. But, I mean, but in drag, I mean, it's like... She's just beautiful. And it's also like... You can tell that it's her. Like, she's always got... Um, Even with her face you know, covered. Either. Yeah, exactly. But it's always like... It's, her makeup and hair is always... They've said this before. It's always very jinx. Like, you can see what her aesthetic is. And she and she carries that through all of her looks. Well, I, I think she could have lost the face veil, but then maybe we would have been saying the same thing we said to Trinity. Like, it, does the other one count as a veil? But I thought the butterflies mm. carrying it would have sold it enough and I didn't miss seeing her face but it still got my hit of the week oh and, me too definitely uh, hit of the week and my shit of the week unfortunately went to the Vivian um, no yeah it doesn't look bad but again like I said earlier this bondage look has kind of been done by Manila 
done better mm. by Manila. She did do it with different colours, so it's not um, a direct rip-off exactly. I, don't, but... I, I, I really find ball gags really quite creepy as well. Yeah, and just the combination of the bondage with a quite nice blue colour just... I didn't really like that at all, so... Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit odd in general, I think. So who did you predict would be the top two? Um, well, I thought... Well, I thought 100% Raj was going to be in the top um, two, obviously, but... Um, you thought that before I, the episode started, but yeah. I did. Well, I, t- I, said, I knew Raj was going to win this week um, by hook or by crook, um, simply because... Um, I mean, I think probably Evie will win next week, even if she gets a even if she gets a charity badge this week, uh, yeah. next week rather. But um, yeah, I think I would. I wish Evie could have would have been in the top as well. But um, I mean, obviously Jinx is always amazing. But I I agree with you. I think they should have given it to somebody else, maybe. Yeah, um, I would have probably gone Evie and Raja, but I understand the top two, and I agree with you that especially girl book groups next week, dancing and lip syncing and lyrics. I think Evie will get that win. Um, and maybe her pity star. And Rue says to her... <laughs> Fish love too. Pity star. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of her failure, Rue says to her, I've failed more than I've succeeded. And she loved the mm-hmm. message too. She must be referencing AJ and the Queen, obviously. <laughs> Don't you fucking shade AJ and the Queen. I love that show. Well, I liked it too. But I, I much preferred Rue telling Jinx that he was behind the wheel of the car. That was like one of the funniest jokes funny. of the episode. <laughs> um, what did you make of Nancy Pelosi doing her cameo? Um, loved it. I love Nancy Pelosi. I think um, I follow US politics a lot at the moment. It is a very, very scary place right now um, for for LGBTQ people, especially. Um, but um, I mean, even last night or was it yesterday? There was like um, twenty white supremacists were stopped from attending a pride festival because they were going to go there and attack people, and they were luckily the police were tipped off, etc. But like. This is how it is in America at the moment. So Nancy Pelosi could not be more correct when she says, get out there and vote. I mean, you've got freaks like Marjorie Taylor Greene out there, Lauren Bobart, who are like, I mean, the things they say are just so crazy and you'd probably be arrested if you're in the UK. But these are sitting Congress people or governors, whatever, and it's fucking shocking. So I applaud Nancy Pelosi being there. And uh, especially, obviously, they referenced her, uh, her slow bitchy clap, which she did to... Um, Donald Trump. I don't. Um, I didn't know about that. What did he say to cause the slow clap? She was. She was just doing. He was. She had to clap him, and she just like did this like really sort of like bitchy weird clap. Um, look it up, and you'll and you'll see. There's loads of memes about it as well. Do you know she's 82? I know. Fucking hell, that's crazy. She looks, she good, looks she? amazing. Yeah. Um, so every queen changed this week, apart from Shay. So even Shay didn't have confidence in that speech. It's, such a, it's so disappointing that we don't even get to see the outfits. Like, they come out in a lovely new outfit. Like, um, I think I, I think you could, like, I saw Evie's and it looked lovely, but, like, we could literally just saw the back of it as it disappeared off the stage. I know. Evie would have killed this lip sync, which no one else did, which is a shame. But, um, mm. yeah, they... So it says all of the other queens are eligible for the extra star, so they can't give... The top two can't give the extra star to each other. Is that clear? Uh, no, that's not clear if they say all of them. But I don't think they would anyway. No, but I mean, they would if they could do a deal, if Jinx and Raj could say... Oh, go just... give them to each other. Yeah, but then they'd do it every week and there'd be no stakes. So I think you can only give it to the queens who aren't in the top. And they're going to find out next week who gets the extra star because I think they don't want the block queen to be exempt from the extra star. Yep, yep, yeah. I do I do like it. It's an extra it's just a little another extra level of peril. Um, you know, we've got the plunger and now the extra star as well. So it just makes it a little bit more interesting. 
Well, the real peril is this lip sync, which is Lizzo, better in colour. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't really know the song, actually, do you? No, I mean, it can't have been a single, but they, they now just, they're obsessed with doing Lizzo songs. So they're just going into her album tracks when they haven't even <laughs> done her biggest hit, which is um, Truth Hurts. I don't know why they haven't done that one yet. Maybe or they, have, they done, have they done Juice? Yeah, they did do Juice. Monet did I've, got say, I was at, I've got to say, I was at a drag brunch yesterday and they played About Damn Time and it sounded very good, I have to say, when everybody was singing along. It was awesome. Well, that's her newest hit, isn't it? So that one yep. I could accept. But I'm sick of them going into a treasure trove for old songs. Especially, this one mm. wasn't even a good lip sync song. But even then, these two did... Well, Jinx wasn't horrible, but Raja didn't know the words and just didn't move. It was very Charlie Heist. I know, I know. She couldn't be bothered at all. But um, Jinx did really well here, actually. It was much better than her, than her lip sync last week. I mean, there was comedy in it. She knew the words. She referenced the, um, the lyrics. It was, it was good. Did you notice at the end, um, all the other queens looked really unimpressed by the lip sync, especially Trinity? Did they? <laughs> did they? And I, knew, I could see the Vivian had a sour face throughout. Monet actually did a slow clap, which might have been a reference to the Nancy Pelosi. But um, yeah, <laughs> if you, it's gone viral a bit on YouTube. If you go watch the, they pan to the winners after the lip sync and they look horrified. But Jinx does win. And who do you think she's going to give A, her plunger to? Oh no, we, we do find that out, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah she gave it to Vivian, which was... Um, Revenge. Well, well, and just, literally, Vivian may as well just said, can I have the plunger if you win, like, earlier on? Because that's pretty much what she got by yeah. saying that stupid comment. Um, she literally brought it on herself, just like Jinx said last week, by saying by saying that she was good at everything else, but that one, or was, maybe that was the week before. Um, but, yeah, I mean, stupid. But uh, that was fairly obvious she was going to give it to Vivian. Also, she does see her as competition. Who do I think she's going to give her other star to? Um, maybe Jada, because she's not a threat. And Evie, because she doesn't have any. Yeah, I have a feeling Raja is going to give hers to Evie. And I think mm. that uh, Jinx is going to give hers to Trinity. And the reason being, because Trinity helped Jinx make her dress. Oh, yeah. And because Trinity is the only person, apart from Jinx, who's been blocked and lost a star. So Trinity should be on two stars, same as Jinx. Mm. Well, Jinx should be on three stars, but they both were blocked one week. And I think yep. Jinx thinks if I give Trinity the star that she should have got, maybe someone will redeem the star I should have got when I was blocked. I mean, this is getting very convoluted now, but I think... Very convoluted, but I do, I, I agree with your logic. Um, and also, like, Trinity wasn't really much of a thing in this episode. Like, I mean, she was good and stuff, but we didn't really get a lot of screen time, I don't think, did she? No, but she's always likely to end up in the top. She's been very consistent, so I think it's good to keep her on side as well. So, oh, yeah, if, so if you give her a star, it's likely you might get one back. Although next week is girl groups, I don't think Trinity will be at the top there. I also don't think the Viv will be, so the plunger might go to waste. It'll probably be Shay and Monet and Evie, I think, just battling for next week's top, if I had to mm -hmm. predict. Um, but this has been a fabulous episode, and thank you guys for bearing with us. Thank you for bearing with! <laughs> Even though we got hit by a car, so we're, our brains are mashed potato. <laughs> but we love you, and... Thanks, guys! Let's click-clack it out. Click-clack, 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 click-clack.